0: Along with individual experts, Surgeon Masters brings you life improvement strategies in 10 minutes. These proven principles and strategies are easy to learn and can be applied immediately, allowing you to practice your best. Here's your host, Jeff Smith. Welcome everybody to the Surgeon Masters mini podcast. I have with me Dr. Alvin Jones, a pediatric orthopedic surgeon in Southwest Ohio specializes in spine and spinal deformity. Welcome, Alvin.
1: Thanks, Jeff. Glad to be here.
0: So you and I got introduced uh, through a physician leadership or surgeon leadership masterclass that you joined us on, and you really brought like a ton of great ideas and thoughts to the conversation. Uh, I wanted to use this opportunity to sort of share with our audience what you're doing and what your interests are.
1: Yes. So Jeff, I've been... In practice, uh, several years now, and ever since I started, I've been tasked with this interest of doing better with my team that's been entrusted in me in the operating world. Through that, I've been able to study several books that have increased my knowledge on leading teams, also done several workshops which have really helped me become a better leader in the operating room and also get the best out of my team members. I try to pass a lot of that on to other people when I meet them because it's something that I don't think is very well explained or taught, especially in the training environment. It's it's mostly techniques and surgical skills, but actually leading people is a very important skill to have.
0: Absolutely. And in that context, I'm sure there's a lot, but what's one really key thing that you've discovered?
1: Yeah. So one of the techniques that I've learned in a workshop was on debriefing. And this is a technique that's been practiced in the aviation industry for many years. And when I learned about it, I thought that it would bring a lot of value to our staff and our team. So what we do is After a team performs a task, you immediately go through what went well and what we could have done better. And so we find rooms for improvement. And also it's an opportunity to highlight and reinforce the behavior that you want to see in your team.
0: I think that's in the context of the debrief or a team debrief. And I think that surgeons kind of have a mixed view of it potentially because it can be done well or it can not be done well. And when you have those experiences, you get a little biased. So what have you learned about doing it that helps it go well?
1: That's a good point, Jeff, because it did start off pretty rocky. At first, I didn't really have a firm structure on how to do it. And also, I think my team was a little bit suspicious of why I was doing it. You know, what's my intentions? You know, nobody wants to be called out when they don't do things that you want them to do. So there was a bit of a rocky start. So what I've found is one, you know, you have to really state what your intentions are to the team because if you let them know that this is not about penalizing people. This is really about what can we do to be the best team and get better and better and better. You know, we may have thought that we aced this, you know, last case, but there's always room for improvement. That's the first thing is you know, let the team know that this is not about me trying to penalize them or shame them. It's really about improvement. And then the second thing that I've improved over the uh, years is systematizing it, because without a system, it's really jumbled. It's not It blunders. So I've developed a system and it's still developing, still evolving over time to get better and better at it and improve and include different members of the team throughout this debrief.
0: That's fantastic. Noticing that it's a ever-improving process to create an ever-improving process kind of jives, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah. You know, let me tell you a little bit about the process that I have now. It's a mixture of a systemic approach of the process and also the team. Let's talk about the process. So when we're taking patient back to the operating room, they start off in the pre-op OR anesthesia area. From there they have to go back to the OR. They have to be placed under anesthetic. They have to be positioned. Then we have to, you know, do our timeout and we have to do the procedure. So those are different processes in the step. And so I can actually at the end of the surgery talk about okay, were there any issues? that we found in the pre-op area? Were there any issues with our antibiotics showing up for our surgery? So there's different steps in that process that we can talk about and see if there was any room for improvement. But then there's also the, the team approach. So for me, being a pediatric orthopedic surgeon, I do spine. I have multiple members of the team. We have our radiology techs. We have our neuromonitoring techs. We have the anesthesiologists. You know, we have the circulators, the scrub techs, and all of these, You know, my residents, my PA, all of these are members of the team, even the phlebotomy um, team that does our cell savers. So all these are members of the team. And at the end, I try to make sure that I go to each member of the team, or at least a representative of that team and see if there was anything within their process that they could have done better. Like my neuromonitoring techs, like, hey, I was noticing that we're a little slow on, you know, giving me feedback on uh, the uh, stimulations of our pedicle screws. And then, you know, they just let me know, hey, you know, we've got a trainee in right now. They're still learning. OK, I understand. You know, again, not trying to call anybody out or shame anybody. That's understandable. We have trainees. So if we're late getting back to the operating room, you know, what happened? And this is where I also I encourage the surgeons to be vulnerable. Hey, Dr. Jones, sorry, you know, we can't take the patient back until you sign the consent. Uh, you know, so if it was on me, you really have to show that vulnerability as a surgeon. You know, maybe it was during the case I positioned the patient wrong or I did too small of an incision. I will actually try and highlight things that I could have done better, too, during the case and the procedure to facilitate it a. Uh, very efficient surgery. So it's very important as a surgeon, as being part of it, to be vulnerable. And, And that really demonstrates to people that it is not about penalizing people, that it's truly about being better and recognizing where we can be better.
0: It's great. Again, you're highlighting a really cool aspect of true leadership, that true leadership has the ability to demonstrate vulnerability. Keep going, like you're sharing great wisdom. (laughs)
1: Part of
0: getting the team
1: on board, I also have recently started calling out other members to lead the debrief. Instead of me leading it all the time, I will sometimes call on my circulating nurse to call it out. And at first, a lot of them were really hesitant. They didn't want to be, you know, in that role. And I really found it hard to understand why, because they are leaders in the operating room themselves. Like they're calling out things that need to be done and making sure that we have all the stuff that we need to have. But I also wanted to empower them to make sure that if I forget, because sometimes, you know, I will rush out and I'll go talk to the family and they've let me know, too, after the fact, oh, Dr. Jones, I wish we had debriefed. And I'm like, oh, you know what? That's a good idea. And so why don't you lead it? And so now if, you know, I'm running out or starting to run out, they feel empowered to go ahead and call it out. Like, okay, team, you know, before Dr. Jones runs out, let's do a debrief. And I also let them know that, you know, I'm not the only surgeon that can do this. You know, if you find this valuable, this can be done in any surgeon's OR. And uh, sometimes when I'm in, in the uh, OR on the weekend, I'll play with my weekend staff who doesn't work with me as often. I'll have them start doing it on the weekend. And again, they sh- they're hesitant to do it. But then I will also tell them, you know what, so-and-so's got a case next. I want you to debrief in their operating room too. And so then I will follow up on them and make sure that they did it as well. Because I, again, I don't want to be the only one who's benefiting from this. And I want other surgeons to also find out how valuable this is. It's led to updating my OR card so that if I've forgotten to ask for a piece of equipment, now it's on my OR card for that case. So now it won't be something that the circulator has to run out and get. It's uh, improved the way we position our C-arm. Also how we communicate with our C-arm. Do you say rotate this way, rotate that way, rotate cephalod, rotate caudal, go north or south? We've started coming up with more standardized terminology for our fluoroscopy because of feedback. And so this is really a way for you to improve your processes, improve the teamwork and the communication with your team. I do think that it's been very valuable And I like to share it with a lot of other people.
0: That's fantastic. And obviously there's a nuance in learning on this that people can find out more from you in kind of our written format follow-up to this. But I'm wondering if you could just summarize your key points for our audience.
1: So number one, if you're gonna do a debrief, make clear your intentions. You may have to restate it several times to make sure that they are aware. Come up with a systematic approach that works for you. And it has to make sense in your operating room enlist somebody else as an accountability partner, such as I did with the circulating nurse to make sure that you continue to do it. And that will hold you accountable
0: so that it does not leak and uh, go by the wayside. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Alvin. My pleasure. Thank you. There you have it. In less than 10 minutes, this is Jeff Smith along with Dr. Alvin Jones. Until the next episode of Life Improvement Strategies for the Surgeon Who Wants More. Ciao. Now, Take 10 minutes and put your plan into action to practice your best.